0: Welcome to episode 5 of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. This episode is called Rain and Pedestrians. You can follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun show and if you want to read any of the notes for this episode including all sorts of links to things we mention you can do so at rosieandjessica.co.uk where we also have notes from previous episodes. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode five. five. I'm a bit poorly. Oh. So Never <laughs> what, mind, eh? what you've done is, of course, got into quite close proximity with me. Yeah. Jessica brought me breakfast in bed. Because I'm really nice. I wouldn't do that for Jessica. Oh, what? I cooked bacon for you once. She did. She really I'm an egg, and you hate eggs more than you hate bacon. But it is quite fun cooking eggs because I can crack them with one hand, so I was just showing off by myself in the kitchen. Well, I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you very much for bringing me my breakfast. Good, and your and my and and any broccoli? Any tea? Got a cup of tea. Um, yeah. There you go. There are other effervescent vitamin tablets available. Um, in fact, there definitely are because this is isn't that even one. Is not one of them? Um, hey, ah, uh, guys, I'm not sure you have noticed, but it's kind of been raining. Yeah, this is the worst drought I've ever seen. It's a really poor seen. quality by what, drought. By what, which I mean not, not the the most. Uh, severe. severe drought I mean it's like, rubbish at being a drought it needs to try harder but apparently it has to rain for two months solidly for us to refill the reservoirs now I really like we're halfway rain. there already I know I was saying to a lady at work that I couldn't remember a time when it had just rained constantly I think ever I, I, you know it's, you go well, through rainy periods where had it rained rain for two years well that's not true it has rained in no, the past not, two not years not a single time not a single drop of rain. Actually, the last time I really remember it raining is when we were at camp. <laughs> oh, yeah. We went on to camp and my welly split. And I left my uh, raincoat at home. Oh, no, it was all right, because Nicola had a spare one. hmm Yeah, good times. Ah, good times. So well, we've got tea. Um, You've got our company. And I also own three umbrellas. So pretty much I'm fine. I, I was about to laugh at you, and then I realised that technically... Yes, I actually also own three umbrellas. I only ever use one of them. There. Good work. I have-, I have one of the clear plastic ones. I have a little one that I keep in my handbag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have a branded one from work which is one of these giant golf type affairs which I think are the best type you don't have to share the pavement with anyone for a start now I think one of my bug best uh, I think one go. of my room want, is when it's raining but your friend has an umbrella but it's a small umbrella and I am of above average height and I am taller than quite a few of my female friends, and quite, they... your male friends. and quite a few of my male friends and uh, they hold, they go, I've got an umbrella, and they hold an umbrella which I imagine is approximately six inches in diameter. <laughs> it's basically one of those umbrella hats, and they hold it. And what it does is it means that I have to walk with a stoop the while person. getting stabbed in the She's eye and sort of still umbrella. getting damp. Yeah, the taller person, and, and I am the taller person, well, not always, but I'm often the taller person. I One of my Room 101 things, and I think about this quite a lot because I get the tube every day. Yeah. Pedestrians. Or people walking around London who have no concept of how you should walk around London or any spatial awareness. People, not even London, I've had this in Yorkshire. People who don't seem to have any sense of purpose if they've gone, I'm just going to go on a thoroughfare. People who meander along the road, who stop suddenly, who stand on the wrong... People who work three three abreast. People who stand on the wrong side of the escalator. People who walk in the middle of the pavement. It's fine if you're going to walk slowly. You, we, we have a stream for you I can yeah. slip around you but if you are dawdling then frankly you deserve to have, uh, have your feet cut off at the ankles people who think the top of the stairs at Leicester Square Station is an appropriate place to stop and go oh no where are we going now or people who get out of stations just keep and walking, just, just keep walking just find a direction when you get there yeah find a right walk to a wall when you get to a wall stop stand flush to the wall if you are not sort of pressed if you, there's not pressure on the wall you're not trying hard enough to get out of the way Man, this has really got intense quite fast. Oh, the other day I haven't told you this. I was walking back from the station after I came home from the BFI on Saturday. Yeah, because Rosie's been to the BFI again. Uh, Obviously, Um, and uh, and I was walking back from. I got a bus because it was late at night. I never get buses back from the station. I got off the bus and I had uh, a noise and I thought, oh no, someone's been shot. <laughs> and I heard another thing and I thought, I don't think. Either a lot of people have been shot and I am the uh, hearing witness to a massacre. And then I realised it was fireworks. So I turned around and I stood under my umbrella and watched some fireworks happening across the park. For a couple oh, of minutes. Very nice. and, it, and it was a... You know, usually you think, oh, I can hear them, but you can't really see them. It was perfectly spaced in a gap in the trees, so I could see them. And you don't even like fireworks. Yeah, but they were far enough away. They were the little piddly garden ones. They got a bit larger towards the end, at which point I thought, I oh might go home now. Um, dear listener, Rosie's I... Rosie's genuinely scared of fireworks. It's ridiculous. Like a little child. I, I really... I think I think fireworks are absolutely beautiful. And it's like... It's like if it, I found out I was allergic to glitter. And and I just... I. <laughs> If I'm watching a play and somebody gets a gun out, I immediately tense up and put my hand over one you of my ears. You balloons popping either, do you? Uh, no, I'm better with balloons popping now. But, uh, I mean, please don't just come and pop a balloon by okay. my head for, for the giggles. Um, uh, so what else have you done this week, Rosie? Oh, i got a job. Got, well done you. I've got a job, um, which is nice. Oh, it's very nice. And I'm very excited about having wool money. Good. Because I've got no knitting projects on the go. I bought a Ravelry pattern. Ooh, exciting and more owls ah uh, yes we talked about that last week mm-hmm. so last night yes, we went on a lovely family outing yes we did you particularly enjoyed us going down an escalator at the end of it didn't you that was horrendous my entire family started singing at me to try and annoy well, me well what we did was we were going on an escalator and we were all standing we were in a row we were in a very straight line four of on us on the right hand side as it should be correctly and our dad and me decided what would be appropriate would be to pretend we were on a bobsled and a roller coaster and for us to start dancing and singing and trying to get jessica to pretend to be on a bobsled and to join in the roller coaster she did not and then our mum joined in but she was standing in front of me so i was then trapped in the middle of three people pretending they were on a bobsled and it doing was... ridiculous arm-based dancing. Yeah, and, and I nearly punched a man in the head, but I didn't, so it was fine. But mainly, we right, went. The to point s- was, we're moving. We're getting off topic here. Um, we went to see Top Hat. It was brilliant. It was really good. Um, obviously, obviously based on the uh, Fred and Ginger musical of the same name. Of the same name. Uh, a few songs from other other Fred and Ginger musicals thrown in. Putting in the Ritz isn't from Fred and Ginger. No, it is just from Fred. But I suppose they're on them. They have to make it a musical, a full-length musical, as opposed to a film. Yes. Um, and it was very good, and there was really good tap dancing. Yeah, it was really good. It had Tom Chambers in it, who was on off of Strictly, off of Strictly Come Dancing. Um, he's he was in Holby before that was. Yes, him. I think well, I was really impressed because obviously he's only been dancing a couple of years, and he yeah. He won Strictly though. Yes. He was really. Yeah, good. I was very impressed, and um, I really liked the end of the first act where he's doing top hat white tie and tails and all the chorus the male chorus members are on in their top hats white tie and tails and it's very impressive and it's like the putting on the written sequence from the film that darcy Bussell recreated at christmas yeah where they're all doing the same thing and they all look alike and then halfway through the song all the female chorus members came on in their top hats white tie and what i liked was that they weren't wearing like saucy lady outfit versions they yeah. were wearing suits and they they were, so they were all dancing and it looked really good yeah that was cool my favorite character was well, obviously in any fred and Ginger film we have to have an outrageous italian stereotype <laughs> and he was by far he was played by a, a portuguese man which isn't the same thing um if there's one thing i know is that portugal and italy are separate countries well done have a job Korea, <laughs> thank you very much i've done some coloring as well so i really deserve two um, and he he was uh, he was very very funny I slightly lost it at one point, <laughs> laughing at him, and then you started laughing at me laughing. I was in yeah. silent hysterics, shuddering, and we were at the front of the grand circle. So. And I'm also pretty sure the girl sitting next to me slightly got the giggles as well. I think I'm, From me laughing It was a, rip, <laughs> it was a ripple effect. <laughs> I am very glad to bring joy into people's lives and living rooms. So. My, my favourite character was George the Dresser. Oh, he was great. He only had, like, two lines. He only, yes, he only had about two lines. Um, and I now want to watch French films. In fact, that's what I could do today because I'm not feeling very well. How you, many? Are... You've got nothing on. I've got nothing on. So well, know. I'm wearing pyjamas. Uh, what is it? Tuesday. I've got to go to guides. Oh. That's all right. Uh, and this weekend at the BFI, this is quite the theme, actually, of musicals. Yeah. Um. This weekend at the BFI, I had planned... Uh, it's a Vincente Melelli season hooray I'm sure I've mentioned before um, and I did a double bill of An American in Paris and The Bandwagon again you perfectly time it by p- picking films that are on in the same cinema so what happened was uh An American in Paris was on, went from Waterloo, Thought haven't really had much lunch, walked through the food market, bought some churros, ate them, stood outside <laughs> the back entrance of the BFI. Pretty much I could have just put one in as one long continuous churro um, and just chewing continuously. Um, I ate love that. churros. Oh, who doesn't love churros? I think churros are nicer than donuts. It depends on the donut. I'm a fan of the ones with the little flippy things like yes, in the fashion. probably if it's made in front of your face. Yeah. Um, Not too close to your face because you get hot fashiony. Yeah, oh, blimey. Um, so I ate my churros, went seeing American in Paris, Not finished. I had 20 minutes. Eight churros? No, no, no. Oh. Um, so you go out the front, you walk across the little square in front of the National Theatre into their corner cafe. Yep. You buy a sandwich, you eat that, and you go back. Yep, of course. Bob's yep. your uncle, Fanny is your aunt. Um, and so I went in, bought a lemon cake and a, this water, lemon and lime. Bit citrusy, but never mind. Went back in, sat down. I'd booked the same seat, so I nearly <laughs> left, I didn't nearly left my coat, but I thought that's going to cause problems, um, and watched, so I watched American Paris and The Bandwagon, um, and they were very, very good. Excellent. Your song? My song um, is by the Pepini sisters, mm. mm-hmm. who are sort of like the Andrew sisters, um, they're kind of the modern equivalent of such a thing, three, three ladies doing close harmony type stuff, do wop style things <laughs> they do they sing old standards new pop hits new pop hits and original and original music all in the kind of doo-wop style They're, they are the most glamorous thing i've ever seen live i think try hard to think of something of, of another music musical event a, like a live music situation i've been in where there's been that much call for i mean like, she's not but I saw a poster on the tube. Uh Liza Minnelli's playing <laughs> somewhere and I want to go and see her. Okay, right. Do you want to come and see Liza Minnelli? Um can I think about it? I mean the, papi- the, the listeners are waiting. That's the Papinis. <laughs> Sorry. You said glamorous and my mind went, Liza Minnelli! sequins. Um yeah, they're they're very glam they're fabulous actually. They're great. Their their Christmas show <sighs> was just I'm really One looking of the best forward things I've seen. to Christmas coming around, so I can listen to their cover of Elton John's into Christmas" again. Yeah. Because the intro, I that is such a good Christmas album. It took me quite a long time because they sang that when we when we went to see them. It took me quite a long time to work out what that song was going to be. Yeah, but it's pretty much actually until they got to the chorus. So my song this week is the Peppini Sisters with "Seafood Mama," which is I believe a cover of an Andrew Sisters song. Yeah. Anyway, it's bril. Sweet. And we saw them sing that when we went to see them at Coco. And they had sailors' outfits on. Yeah. It was excellent. So, top fives this week, following on the rest of the theme of the episode, are our top five musicals. Ooh. We cunningly haven't made our music choices. Jazz hands. <laughs> Join in. It's, it's, I mean, that's a lovely feather bowie you're wearing, Jessica. Thank and you. I think... We can all appreciate. I like your big sequin gloves you've gone on. Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult to hold a cup of tea. So, you're up first. I am, because it's an odd numbered week. It is very odd. Yeah, that's because you're here. My top five musicals, now we've done ours slightly differently. Mine are all stage musicals. Yours are a combination of stage and film. All of them have been on film. All of them have been on film. And then our honourable mentions are just a sort of a mixture. Yeah. So, my um, top fives in no particular order. Ah, and I'm going back to the further way I did it the first week. Just riddle them off and explain them later. Guys and Dolls, Into the Woods, Kiss Me Kate, Hairspray, and Legally Blonde. That's a controversial choice, I think. Is it? Well, it's new. It's, it's a new. That's why. I I suspect if I did this list in about two years, I would substitute it for something of older. Of the men's? Yes. So... Guys and dolls, uh, we both discuss this because it's yes, on this our... Yes, this is on both of our lists. This is one of the first musicals I can remember seeing. I th- I think this might... I mean, I've written this first, and I, I compiled this list over a series of you know weeks. That looked to you. Do you think that's your favourite? I think that might be my favourite. I would go with that. Um, but, and I should specify, the stage show, not the film. Oh, why would you bother? That's not even... You wouldn't. I mean, the two are not comparable. We saw it at the National Theatre. We did, with Imelda Staunton in it, and Clive Rowe. Yes, off of Tracy Beaker. With Tracy Beaker and Spats. We also saw it. Um, I can't remember what theatre it was in, but we we saw it again. Oh, uh, yeah, ago. with Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor and Jane Krakowski. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. I Jane saw it twice. Krakowski. It has. It's got a bit where hardcore gamblers do a ballet. Excellent. And I mean uh, the, the in a t- sewer in a sewer obviously in the world's most spacious and clean sewer obviously the best bit is sit down and rock in the moat yeah which gets an encore is is one of the only things i've ever seen which always gets an encore and it's not at the end of the musical next into the woods very good choice mm, we did this when i was at college and it was a really good production my very lovely friends emily and freya have just directed it at university very good and that was incredible, and I wish I, I wish I'd actually made you come and see it. It's a Stephen Time one, and the first act is straight um, through the stories of some fairy tales, and the second act is what happens afterwards when it all falls yes. apart. Yes, it says yes because at the end of the um, first act, they they all live happily ever after. The narrator pops up and says, "Do we continue?" And the second act, do they do they live happily ever after? Not really. No, they don't. Um, and interestingly, if you are putting it on at school and say in in America sort of in junior high yeah. you do act 1 and it ends happily yeah and you just leave, they just leave it there where yeah in... quite a few and people you know if you have like a touring company going around schools they'll just do the first act also it's shorter yeah and it's a really it's a, lot, a really it? well done t- yes, storytelling telling it can, of the st- fairy tale contain it my third choice is kiss me kate but again the stage show not the mu- not the film although yeah. actually I do like the film yeah but it's kind of different from the Stage not and I prefer that. We we saw that um a few years ago, and um and there was a brilliant bit where um one of the characters does sort of acrobatics to climb up the entire set because mm-hmm. it's like the back of the theatre and it's a load of balconies and fire escapes uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was brilliant. I've forgotten that. It was like genuinely kind of circus type impressive. I'm really enjoying myself. Stuff. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, excellent. Hairspray. Now, Hairspray was a film. In 1989, yeah. John Waters. Then it was made into a stage musical. Then they made a film of the musical. Yeah. I with a so far? We watched the original film again the other week. Yeah, we did. When I first put it on, I hadn't watched it for ages, and I still sort of went, oh, I got really into it. And then by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this again. Um, yeah, so next one, last one. Legally Blonde. Was a book, then a film. Was a book, then a film, a musical. then a musical. It's really catchy. I was thinking about this the other day because I, I sort of, I'm about putting it in my top five. I just really enjoy it because I, I was singing I one. Really of really like it. I was singing one of the songs. And I thought, you know, what, I really liked that. I think it really helped that we got to see Sheridan Smith in it. Yeah, because she's terrific. Yeah, she was really good. It's just yeah. the song's really catchy. It's all pink. It's all blonde. The the soundtrack is really genuinely enjoyable. I've I've put that on. Like, That's a good cleaning up the kitchen soundtrack. Yeah. Um, should we go for my ones? Let's go for your ones. Okay, well, I mentioned Stephen sometime. Uh, So I'm opening with Sweeney Todd. Very good. Um, Which I first saw as the Tim Burton film, and I knew absolutely nothing about it, but I really liked Johnny Depp. The DVD of the original Angela Lansbury version. Not so much. If you've seen Sweeney Todd, the film, and then you go back and watch the original Broadway one, it's. I mean, Angela Lansbury looks a bit like she's in a school play. She's kind of got like, oh, Angela darling, do you have a long skirt? Does your mum have a long skirt <laughs> And you can wear like a blouse? If you wear a blouse and a long skirt, well, it will look Victorian. Hair, or oh, just just put it in bunches on top just little two bob bobs on your head. My next choice is Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which I first encountered watching the Hundred Greatest Musicals on yeah. Channel Four. Now, obviously. It's not a bank holiday until you've seen a bit of the 100 greatest musicals yeah. on Channel Denise 4. Yeah, Denise out and balanced precariously on the edge of the, of the uh, rural circle. Yeah, and I saw this thing called H- Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and they had a clip um, of, of the song Wig in a Box. And the premise of Hedwig and the Angry Inch is there is a, uh, a boy in East Germany, and he ends up as a uh, not quite boy, not quite lady in America, and then he starts singing glam rock. Um and it, I mean that is just the premise. It gets it moves. that's not the plot. That's what we get at the beginning. Um that's the opening three minutes. That's pretty much it. Um, and it's just got really good tunes in it and a lot of wigs. My next choice is Easter Parade, which I'm not sure has ever been really done as a stage show. I I no, not that I'm aware but, of. Um, we watched it recently, obviously because it was Easter. And I I think the first time I, I'd seen it, I, I knew about it in my head and I knew the song Easter Parade but the film itself is really funny it's fred astaire and judy garland dancing and performing together so that's pretty much the best thing and there are lovely tunes there's a couple of swells there's a bit where judy garland pulls a really funny face yes. um i can't it's just perfect um guys and dolls for me the costumes could have been better yeah because that's set in the 19 naughties it's the, yes the 1900s the, ni- the 1900s but it's the 1940s version of whatever year uh, Guys and Dolls we've mentioned yeah, we've that's covered on that. my top five and uh, Singing in the Rain because that's another thing where I, I grew, grew up watching Singing in the Rain and knowing about it and then when I watched it back as a grown up and with White Christmas as well we found this, that there are yes. like proper jokes in it that you don't... You think, oh, I remember the tunes, I remember the story, and I don't remember the individual lines and the fact that it's actually really funny as well. Uh, but, but Singing in the Rain, obviously, cracking. I haven't seen the new production of that either, but we saw... We saw... I I think it's probably the same production, just... Yeah, <laughs> what's his name? Adam Cooper. Adam Cooper. I think it is a different production, but they thought, we can't really find anyone else who can do this but Adam Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Honourable Mentions! Cabaret. Now, life it the, is a cabaret. We've had a Manelli theme, I think. Yeah, um, which I blame you entirely. I'm I'm happy to shoulder that. And um, and I really like Cabaret with Live Manelli, except I've never seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the stage show, so I feel I'm allowed to say I like Cabaret. Um, Are you sure you've never seen it? I watch the the songs, and then it's quite plot heavy. I mean, it is actually for Nazis and all that. Blimey, you can't take that on a Saturday afternoon. So uh, I like the songs and that. Obviously, uh, the Buffy musical episode. Yeah, that's that's controversial. the The, uh, the fandom is split, but I'm I'm on the side. Did some people not like it? Yeah, I think I think it wasn't necessarily hit universally. Well, I mean, I think it's great fun. To be honest, seasons five, six, and seven is quite daft. So any port in a storm, frankly. Yeah. Um, your choice. Uh, Dickens unplugged, from Adam Long of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Yes. Um, it's basically Dickens-reduced sort it of. It's sort of, yeah, Dickens-reduced. But it was, it was there were a lot of songs in it. So I'm counting it as a musical. Oh, I think it's a musical, yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, it was about the life and works of Charles Dickens. And um, it's incredibly funny. In fact, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen on stage. And at one point, I, was, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Also, now, quite often you will go to a show and there will be a laugher. There's somebody who has a very strange laugh. Now, last night, unfortunately, I was the laugher. But at Dickens Unplugged, there was a woman who did this. (laughs) Ah Aha! And she was clearly having a gale time. And it hasn't really been repeated or committed to video. And so this is my audio plea. Obviously, this show is very influential. And so I think we should get it recorded and redone. I mean, it's the bicentennial. But this will be the prime opportunity for Dickens Unplugged to return to our lives. Um, Your next choice we've covered before. Newsies. Yeah. that's said. Yeah. Uh, I I've put Chicago, the film, um, because I was, you know, I'm not a fan of the stage show, but the film is really I good. I just quite enjoy the stage show. We won't see it for my birthday. Yeah, no offence, I loved it. But um <laughs> <laughs> the, the film is better, but it's just yeah. it's spanglier. Uh, and it's got proper frocks in it. Yeah. And you don't and feel like those women look like they're gonna get catch a chill. There's no power net anywhere. Oh, it's easy crazy. Your next two choices on Swing Time and Follow the Fleet. A bit more lovely. French French and I, have to say, I, haven't, I haven't put Top Cat. Top top, top top Cat. <laughs> I haven't put Top Cat in. <laughs> top Cat the musical. I haven't put Top Hat in, and that's not because I don't like it. I just I think those are. I like those two slightly more. I've put The Wizard of Oz because when I was a child, that was my favourite thing. I mean, it's pretty much set up a lot of the themes of my life of what I enjoy. Yeah, I can see two ruby slippers based jewellery items from where I'm sitting right now. That is true. I've put Muppet State Manhattan. Because I mean, all my a lot of the Muppet films are musicals, but that one feels the most musically. Yeah, and it's really good. That's the one where they um, Piggy borrows the roller skates from Gregory Hines to chase the mugger, isn't it? And she has a really cool cardigan that I really want. It's like a little eighties cardigan. Um, so if anyone wants to knit me a Miss Piggy cardigan, that'd be good. Um, and then our final honourable mention, another Joss Whedon creation, as in Buffy is Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, which is a web series they did during the US Writers' Strike to prove that you can make television or film without the use of the studios. And it was something they did while they were on strike. And it's a... Uh, they so had nothing else on. They had nothing else on. It's three 15-minute-ish episodes. It's Neil Patrick Harris from Met Your Mother, and Felicia Day from The Guild, and Nathan Fillion from TV's Nathan Fillion. And Simon Helberg from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And it's all about a guy who wants to be a superhero. <laughs> TV. No, a supervillain, <laughs> Sorry. And I believe on the DVD they do but, commentary but the, the musical. He's the one we're rooting for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the good guy, but he's the bad guy. Um, yeah, and on the the DVD commentary is commentary the musical, and it's a sung commentary. So those are our honourable mentions of musicals. Yay! My song. What is your song? My song is Phil Phillips Sea of Love on the Juno soundtrack. They have a cover of this by Cat Power, and I was making a nighttime playlist of things to listen to late at night, and I put that on. And then while I was looking it up, I found the original version. And I didn't realise that it was quite so old a song. I think it must be from the 50s or 60s. And it was it, he's a one-hit wonder. Um, but he happened to write one of the a really great song, Needle and Fed. Needle and Fed. We had an email this week inquiring as to why Needle and Fed, what is Needle and Fed. And what it is, is it's a really bad pun, I mean you have to think about it. It's a pun on Needle and Thread. But I wanted, but I wanted to do crafting and baking. So, I mean, it's not, it's not, up there, in the greatest puns, but it'll do. So this week, um, week I learnt to make scones, scones. Scones. By which I mean I watched our mum make scones and then (laughs) I ate some of them. That'll do. That'll do. That's enough. That'll do, pig. I'm still knitting that snood. It's taking ages. The yarn is really fine and the needles are quite thin. Um. I and also I only spend about 10 minutes a, a day doing it. I can now afford to buy wool. I've bought, as I've said, that Ravelry pattern. Although I might try and knit up this hot water bottle cover first because I've got the wool in my stash. I mean, my stash is a John Lewis bag, which... has about three bills of wool. It's has well, got less than that. And then I'm either going to knit the vintage style 50s jumper pattern that Mavis sent me, or owls. But I mean owls involves learning how to cable and doing like yokes separately. <laughs> maybe one of those. So maybe maybe doing the um all-in-one raglan jumper would probably That's probably a better place to start. On on in the round as well. Yeah. Delicious. Um I also found a really cool well I say cool, the most adorable pattern I've ever seen. And they're called it's called holiday mice, and I'll link to it in the show notes. And the tiny knitted night mice. And do they have little hats on? Yeah, they've got little hats. I mean you think i'll I'll work out how to make the most adorable knitted mouse. not enough. I'll put a bonnet on it so it's a little <laughs> like a not 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 a straw bonnet, a knitted bonnet or a beret. So we have an extra song feature this week which yeah. is an old feature from my radio show. Which you decided to resurrect, or yeah. I decided we should resurrect. I mean, pretty much purely for the name. Maybe because I remember the title, it made me chuckle. So the name of this segment is Sit Down and Shut the Folk Up. What it is, is it used to be that I used to play folk music occasionally on my radio show. I'm going to say the general student populace, not a fan not of, a fan of folk trad music. folk. Um, so this week we have uh, a Fairport Convention song called John Gowdy. Yeah, it's about um, a man in prison. He breaks out of prison. Yeah, not to be confused with *Babylon Lee*, which is uh-huh. their concept album about the man who can't be killed. He's he's sentenced to hang, and then the, the gallows break. Um, so that's an intermittent feature called "Sit Down and Shut the Folk Up." What we've seen this week? What have we seen this week? Well, I mean, obviously it's uh Vincente Minnelli season. <laughs> so uh, from *The Bandwagon*, which was the it's Fred Astaire. He plays a washed up musicals actor he's basically playing a, a, a washed up version of himself and um, and there's a bit where they it's a, a proper let's put on a show film and there's a bit called triplets and it's him and two other people two other characters dressed up as babies <laughs> they're wearing, they've got bonnets and sort of big white sort of dress babies dresses things on and then they've got shoes on their knees and it's a black background and they're wearing black s- socks And I, I mean, similarly to the, the, uh, the guy in top hat that made me laugh yesterday, I was in silent hysterics throughout this. (laughs) I mean, it's quite funny. And then they start dancing on their knees and it gets better. And apparently everyone else in the BFI didn't really appreciate it as much as I did. And I was laughing into the next scene, just sort of shaking. Um, so if you, uh, to look that up, um, you can go to our show notes at uk. You can find show notes for... All the previous episodes, um, some of them are uh, uh, currently being written properly, so they're not all that comprehensive. Um, yeah, so we'll be back in a fortnight for episode six. We've been doing this ten weeks now. Yes, we have. Um, so thank you to everyone who's been downloading. Um, we, we've looked at our numbers and they um, yeah, oh, are quite pleased. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Can I please say hello to Knit Spin Cake? Yes. Um, if you are in any way a fan of knitting or spinning or cake, or frankly, if you like Anything, you should listen to the Knit Spin Cake podcast. She's just done a lovely special with her nephew. Yep, on Doctor Who. So check that out. We'll start doing podcast recommendations. Yes. So our podcast recommendation for episode five is Knit Spin Cake. Okay, so we shall see you in a fortnight two whole weeks. Bye! Bye.